Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Live from New York, it's the most serious of all sports shows. It's First Things First. On today's show, the Bills escape with a win. But is it time to worry about Josh Allen's turnovers? Meanwhile, Cincinnati wins on this 14-point swing. How does this play affect Lamar and the future of the franchise? And finally, for Sard, everyone is saying it. One team is boring. One team is scoring. What happens tonight in Tampa Bay? Welcome to the show. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick. Yeah. Who do you think wins tonight? My oh, uh, you're going to have to wait. To, you, we're going to get into that later in the show. But I think there is some royalty we must discuss, my friend. So let's get to the main event, Kevin Wilds. We will start with the Prince's comeback. <laughs> not one, not two, not three, but four interceptions. Followed by... One, two, three, four touchdowns and one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history. Here's, and I say this reluctantly, his royal highness. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, he couldn't write a crazier script. I mean, it's, we said in the locker room, it's kind of how our season's going. We're never out of the fight, you know. I was breaking not a good record in the first quarter. Had a couple <laughs> interceptions. Uh, not looking great offensively. And we just kept believing in one another. And we knew that our defense would get enough stops and we'd get another, enough opportunities to go win the game. And it's, it's man, it, it, I'm kind of speechless, honestly, just to see what belief can do and to see what when a team believes in each other, what you can accomplish. I mean, playoff game down 27-0, uh, we come back and win. And that's we know we're always counted out of these games and we don't care. We love it. So, unbelievable. And still... <laughs> Undefeated on Saturday, never a doubt. The Prince, never a doubt. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. Stop it. Down twenty-seven, nothing. Worst half of his career, and that young man never blinked. <laughs> never blinked. And you laughed at me when I brought up state championships and national championships. And did it almost yes, seem like did. the young man? Sorry, the young man. <laughs> had a well to go to of experience in big games, of overcoming adversity. How else can you explain these splits I'm about to show you? Because, yeah, it didn't start great. In fact, it started as terribly as any playoff game has started for any quarterback other than Jake Delhomme in any of our lifetimes. And yet it ended. As glorious as those flowing locks, with not, never a question about it. And I am no longer entertaining it being a debate, is he a top five quarterback? I mean, there is Mahomes. Well, there is Mahomes. There is Burrow for the time being, but he's doing his best to get out of there. There is Josh Allen, and there is not another name in the world you can say definitively is ahead of this young man. And I don't want to hear Justin Herbert's name brought up with him again for a very long time. So, gentlemen, I have a question: Is the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Prince who was promised guarantee on my promise mm-hmm. that they would not lose again until the divisional round in Kansas City? Call now that game is on a Saturday, so I am a little anxious about it. But gentlemen, <laughs> I would ask that you please rise. And yes, fellas, you guys can come join us. Please rise. Oh yeah, it wouldn't be the Prince who was promised. Thank you. And as quickly as you rose, I now ask that you do this: bend the knee. We're not bending. Bend no, 
Okay. I don't know why you wouldn't bend the knee. I don't know why you won't acknowledge that literally everything, all of the prophecies have come true. And we are living them in real time, one Chris Broussard. (laughs) So you go right ahead, my friend. (sighs) All right. uh, Wiles, I I do have to admit, Nick, you were right. Oh, my. He doesn't need any more. And you deserve all the pomp and the circumstance, right? You deserve to gloat. He does. And this is a a little bit much. What? It's a a bit much. Because we added a snare drum? And and we'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. But I think I should get a little love, too. Oh, don't you dare try to do this. Because you at the last second switched. A last second maneuver, that's called a late game adjustment. (laughs) All right? That is what that is called. Tell the audience what you did. Exactly what I – we at Friday when we made our picks. Mm -hmm. This is true. I reluctantly – well, let me me set it up. Yeah, Uh please. Everything I said about this game turned out to be true. Oh, did it? I said Herbert and Trevor, they're they're really close. I don't know which one's better. We'll see who wins the game. I said it's a pick 'em game. Who, you know, it's hard for me to call. And I went with the Chargers because, no offense, guys, I didn't want the Trumpets. All right. And then at the end, at the end, the drum, the drum is nice. I like the drum. And then at the end of my the segment, I said, you know what? It was flip flop. My gut. My feel, my intuition that has never steered me wrong uh-huh. is saying Jacksonville. So I said, look, I'm making a change. Yep. Yeah. And it was a, it's called a late. We talk That's sports. That's fine. No, it's right. a late game. You know what? I give you off. credit. You know what, Brew? You get credit. Let's focus our ire on this sure. fella that said Mac Jones was better, that wouldn't give Trevor any of his well-deserved flowers. And now are you ready to give? You wouldn't bend the knee, but are you ready to give the flowers? It was – I don't want to be Mr. Negativity. Sorry, on my hair But, but go shot. there. But Cause, someone cause... has to be the mayor of fair. Okay. There's a certain point, if there was a blazing inferno it, that got put out, and at, at the end of the day, like, hey, congratulations, and one of the firefighters said, by the way, I started it. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. I think, I think the uh, accolades would be tempered a little bit. Mm. He played a great half of football – in an early, the first half was one of the worst half of football we've ever seen. Yeah, ever. He, he set up a bad situation and got himself out of it. He deserves. Yeah, but that is one, one, one hell of this, Nick. Because uh-huh. Wilds is right. I mean, he look. If he wasn't so horrific in the first half, he wouldn't have had to be Superman in the second half. What I'll give him is this, and it's not because of the state championships, oh, it? Oh, the Gatorade trophy of? he got. Uh-huh. This man showed some heart, yeah. some perseverance, his ability to remain confident in himself. Yeah. And I love what he said about his teammates, True. the locker room, and how he knew Travis Etienne and all these other guys still yeah. believed in him, and that was enable him to come back from four interceptions. So I'll give him credit for that. And Doug Peterson deserves massive credit as well for the steady hand. But in sports, no matter how poorly you play early, if you rally and you are great in the end and your team wins – you get extra credit because you played. Yes, he gets big time credit. This was more impressive than a four-touchdown, zero-interception game because he didn't turtle, because he did overcome it, because they were 50-1 to to win in Vegas in live money lines. It's like, do you remember the Steph Curry playoff game against the Rockets when he had zero first-half points and then 30-plus in the second half to win a critical game? It was more impressive than if he had 15 in the first half because he what didn't have it, you don't have it, you're, on, you're playing a team with multiple potential Hall of Famers on defense, a team whose guys around you have no playoff experience to speak of, and you came through. And, again, you scoffed at the top five. Make a top five. And I would like to see how you can justify this young man not being in it. And I don't. I see you getting ready to try to tear him down, gentlemen. Please, if you will, can we please, for Trevor Lawrence, give him one final flourish, if we may? Go ahead, fellas. Do we stand? No, we can. On the other side of the comeback, <laughs> a historic collapse, courtesy of Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley. 
Here's Herbert on his embattled coach. Confidence in the coaching staff here? Of course, we believe in Coach Staley in the front office, um, 100%. Um, you know, everyone would be lucky to have a coach like Staley. Um, you know, he's been an incredible leader. Um, he's got the respect of everyone on our team. Okay. Do you think this comeback by the prince who was promised cost Staley his job? No. I think he'd have been fired already if it was going to. I don't think it's going to. I think you can argue it should. But what should really cost Brandon Staley his job, if anything, is he stopped being Brandon Staley. He, Brandon Staley, what you guys criticized, criticized him for, they would have won the game if he had stayed true to it. True. They, how many field goals are you going to kick inside the five? What about fourth and three when the wheels are falling off at the end of the game and you know your defense can't stop this team and you won't go for it? He became an old school, you know, uh, kick the ball away conservative coach, right. which was the only edge he had. He let the media bully him out of what was his best facet, facet, and then he just becomes a regular coach, and regular coaches screw this type of stuff up all the time. So I don't listen. I if they fired him, I would get it because what does he do well anymore at this mm -hmm. point? But I don't think they're going to. And I also think it is fair, Brew, to say. That Justin Herbert, who again, I think is a great young quarterback, he was part of this collapse. Right. We, no I showed the numbers earlier of Trevor, the first half dozen drives to the final five drives. Justin Herbert, after they went up 24-0, that's what he did. That he, he was not good the remainder of the game, up to and including missing Keenan Allen in the end zone after the muffed punt to go up 31-0 that would have probably ended the game. Brew, you're not supposed to be able to blow. The, it's the first time in NFL history a team has blown this type of lead without turning the ball over. They didn't. It, it usually Five for a comeback. Zero turnover. For a comeback like this, what has to happen is like when the Chiefs were down 24-0 to the Texans. Mm -hmm. they, the, they fake a punt. They fumble a kickoff. And a normal a, game. A normal game. The Jags had five drives once they're down 27-0. They got touchdowns on the first four and then the game-winning field goal on the fifth. They didn't have a ton of time, so Herbert's got to wear some of this too. No doubt. Herbert doesn't escape it, but I'm not going to sit here and kill Brandon Staley, but I, I do think they should move on. Last year, you talked about the fourth down. I mean, there's no guarantee they convert all those fourth downs against Jacksonville. Of course. Right? So, so maybe you're not even getting three points. And so – Last year, he was doing the fourth down thing. That was something that was strange and controversial. Then at the end of last season, of course, he calls the timeout that leads them to miss the playoffs against the Raiders. This year, remember the game? He went for it on fourth down. Fourth and two in his own territory, late with a minute left against Cleveland. Cleveland ends up kicking a field goal, misses a 54-yard field goal. His own player, Keenan Allen, tweets out, yeah. What the heck are we doing? Well, at least he was aggressive. Like, at least, at least, least he, he was staying true to himself. Like, That's fine, but look, with that and then the Mike Williams thing. The Mike right? Williams thing. That's thing's real and, bad. And, and, uh, He's got Everett, red zone target, and they couldn't score in the Gerald Everett, who he had a heck of a game, but Gerald Everett said after that game that the Mike Williams situation was demoralizing. So I have a, this is my question. I heard what um, Justin Herbert said about liking him, but – with that quote from Everett, it was demoralizing because one of our best players got hurt because the coach played him in a meaningless game. And then the tweet from Keenan Allen, two of their top players, I wonder if he still has that locker room. On top of all the other mistakes he's made, I wonder. And I, look, I hear, oh, he's got to learn. He's learning. He's a you don't get given a head coaching job in the NFL to learn on the job. Right, unless you're Jeff Saturday. This team is too good. Right, and he's not going to keep it. What? This team is too good for them to be experimenting right, with a see. young coach. Let me show you some Herbert stats, Nick. Sure. Uh, because if I was the Chargers' decision maker, I would that watch this weekend's games and be like, man, Shanahan sure is doing well with Brock Purdy, and Brian Dayball just won a playoff game with Daniel Jones. And I've got Justin Herbert, who's got the best arm in the league. He throw, he's available, throws a bunch of touchdowns, and we're sitting here so, but with zero playoff but, wins. Right. right. No, that's, just one playoff appearance. I, I understand that. I, I do think one of the things that happens when you have a team 
in your division that has an all-time great at quarterback and continuity to what happened in New England, you can get yourself you, – the other teams can keep taking three steps backwards by churning the head coach or churning the quarterback. And Chargers obviously – This would be his third head coach. And everybody, if they don't want him to get rid of the head coach, they want him to fire the coordinator Lombardi, which maybe they should. But, again, that's tough on the quarterback. But that is one of the re- – what you just showed there, and, I, I, again – I picked the Chargers to be in the AFC Championship game. I thought the Tua versus Herbert debate was ridiculous. I think Herbert's a very, very good, if not great, young quarterback. But there has been no improvement. The reason that I said that Trevor is the better bet is, yes, Trevor's rookie year, he was awful, and Herbert's rookie year, he was excellent. But if you mix, if you couldn't tell which year was his rookie year, which That's was right. year was the. It's been the same stuff, and he does have great weapons, and they do have a very good defense. And in this game, he missed. Uh, it, it, and last point, he didn't just miss passes. And you can put this on Staley as well, but this is a coach quarterback thing. They weren't bleeding the play clock at all. How many times are they snapping that's with 12 on the clock? I, I, what do you mean that that's not more on the Does coach. Brady make not, that mistake? No, but they're also no. not running the ball. Like, that's Staley. No, but there were 15 I plays. I put that in on the, Staley. It's telling. Wait, wait to run sure, the Sure, but I guess left. my point is you shouldn't have to tell them. He's there were 15 plays that were run in the second half with the clock running. And they took it inside of five seconds, I think, three times. Barnwell had that this morning. That, at the end of the game, that would have mattered. That would have absolutely mattered. All right, in five short days, it's Patrick versus the Prince. Here's the scary part, as you know. Prince has zero losses on Saturday. Oh, this game not, is on a Saturday. Not this only is as a... I know, as I brought that stat to America's attention, and you jackals laughed at me, and then did you see it literally everywhere, including on the broadcast? Oh, I, didn't I think it include some of the, his pop warning. I'm just telling you, zero out. losses on a Saturday. Go ahead, okay. Well, are you nervous? I mean, this is a tough game for you. You've got the Prince. On a Saturday. This is what we call literally a can't-lose moment for me. (laughs) Because I guaranteed America a month ago the Jags were going to go undefeated until they played the Chiefs in the divisional round. And we now find them playing the Chiefs in the divisional round. And so I'm going to go ahead because what do they call me, Wilds? Mr. Consistency. Mr. Consistency. I will stick with that and say, you know what it takes to break a royal streak of a prince, the true king of the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, mean, I think that streak will be there. broken. But if I'm wrong, you think I'm going to come out here yeah. on Monday sad because the prince has obtained the throne earlier than even I, I expected? Think the, I think if he does be, that, you know what I'll do? For you. What you guys wouldn't? I will bend the knee. I will bend the knee if he does that. There is no problem we're just, whatsoever. We're too, I think we went too far in this well, segment. I'll be honest. Well, he's Why? talking about bending the knee. I don't even know who he's talking about. The Prince. <laughs> Could Allen's turnovers cost the Bills the no. Super Bowl? I thought you were taking it off, no. and you were just betting it. <laughs> Take it off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to a great Monday show. The Bills escape with a win. We all got tickets to the Josh Allen roller coaster. <laughs> 352 yards and three touchdowns. Also, two interceptions and a fumble six. Here's Allen on fumble his turnovers. Six, yeah. The turnovers, they, they, they hurt us, you know, really let them back in the game. Um, you know, up 17 nothing. Uh, with chances, uh, and I give them the ball, you know, two times and give them a touchdown. So uh, it's just things you can't do, um, and you can't expect to win like that. So some stuff to clean up. You know what I'm saying? Starting to be worried about your bills? Strapping. Brew, are you, are you t- tall enough to ride this ride? A little bit. Oh! <laughs> oh! The first crack of the armor! But here, here, but here, I'm sticking with him. I'm sticking with him, but here, and I said this earlier in the season. Oh. But I feel even stronger about it now. Let me hear. He is really looking like this generation's Brett Favre. He's going to do some spectacular things, some wonderful things. 
But then he's going to make some bad mistakes. About rich man's Jeff George. No, no, no. That. Stop it. Stop it. He's still a great. He's still a great one. And I'll take him. But the mistakes, you just have to hope. Because he's going to do a lot of great things in, in just about every game. But you just have to hope that the mistakes don't kill you. Mm. All right, but here's the thing. I've never said he's better than Patrick Mahomes. You know that. No, you just picked him one MVP. Right. The well, Super I'm picking him to win. Yeah. Was not I, I picked him to win. Von Miller was part of it. But I picked him to win because I think the Bills are better than the Chiefs. And the defense, yeah, at times it looked bad. But, look, Josh put them in some horrible positions. Wow. All right? he They gave up 17 <laughs> points off his turnover. Yeah, you don't say. All right, so – I think their defense will rise to the occasion. Mm. Cincinnati didn't look great either. We'll get mm. to that later. So, I still believe the okay. Bills can win the Super Bowl. Brett Favre won a Super Bowl. Sure. All right. Yeah. So, this year, this generation is Brett Favre. Brett Favre went to Josh, two Super Bowls. I believe okay. in you. Nope. Can I? Right. But Before just, I give you my analysis. <laughs> a little bit. Can I, yeah, can I please get a, Nick, you were right, not a hater, not afraid of the Bills. Not not worried. Well, you, I had a lot of arrows slung at me that, oh, Nick is is insecure about Mahomes' place atop the quarterback mountaintop. That's why he won't acknowledge what everyone else does, which is it's Mahomes, Allen, Allen, Mahomes, tomato, tomato. They're, no, it's not. He since and Wilds, you laugh at me, at me. for always <laughs> referencing this. He's but, treating you like Bill. But at your, at your core, not you, anyone's core, who you really are always wants to come out. And we knew who Josh Allen was when in his first career playoff game, down three at midfield, he did this. We can show it to you. Just running. Oh, I'm okay. I'm, I'm in fine state. Oh, my goodness gracious. Just threw <laughs> behind his head. Just for no reason whatsoever, he was like, this is a good idea. And I oh, told no. you. I you're going to hold him no. to that. Well, that here's why. That's who he is. Here. He will never do that again. Okay. But, okay, maybe the fumbles aren't as artistic now, but they're even more frequent. Can we show you the league leaders in this is picks plus fumbles for the season. So it's Josh Allen, a fossilizing Matt Ryan, and a second-year guy in Justin Fields who's running for his life and has no receivers. This is who he is. The talent is unbelievable. The, the throw he made from one hash to the other to Diggs. The problem is he gets intoxicated by his own talent at times. In yesterday's game, he threw more deep passes than any quarterback has thrown in any game all season, regular season or playoffs. But they were nice. No, well, some of the dropped the one, ones. Oh yeah, and then the, and then the one that was that picked were and the ones that ended drives earlier. When uh, you were mind it. I don't you were mind playing the deep pass. Okay, what? Like Mahomes used to do it when he had Tyreek Hill too. Come yes, on. and did not lead the league in turnovers. Guys, you're playing Skylar Thompson. Who's, who's, by the way, actually played a little better than the stat line suggested, but no one could catch the ball. You're up 17-0. The only way that's a game is if you start turning it over. So Josh started turning it over. This is, that would have been far worse than the Chargers' loss. Losing, no, to, losing to that team in that situation in your building when you are the overwhelming preseason of the majority of the season Super Bowl favorite and doing it because your quarterback can't help himself. He can't stop turning it over. And so I just I, – but, but, but here, look, he's – what was he before this? And I, I, I won't be able to use this stat anymore, but 14 to 1 touchdown interception ratio in the playoffs. So but, it's not like he can't – he's going to no, do it here and there. So I, I but thought, like I said, you got to hope if you're, if you're rooting for the Bills that he can so cut it So I down. thought you might use that stat. So can, I, can we just talk about real quick Josh Allen's career playoffs? Because they are also a roller coaster. So he had two marvelous games last year. Now he lost one of them, but that's not his fault. But again, it's three really good games. And by the way, one of them, that Colts game, if you remember, he fumbled the ball at midfield with a one-score lead, and they just happened to recover it. Three really bad games, and then whatever you want to call yesterday. It is, and so because of those nine touchdowns, zero picks, and a 148 rating or whatever it was in the playoffs last year, it made his career playoff numbers look like he's always great. He is no, not. last year he was It was great. last right. year he was great, and it buttressed everything. He's fumbling. He's turning the ball over. 
And it's one thing if it's like, okay, we're down 18, we got to take chances. You were up 17 against a team that was drawing dead, and they had a second-half lead because you fumbled the ball, and it was returned for a touchdown. Still scary. Yeah, absolutely still scary. scary. I, I still ten toes down on the bill. Yeah, like lit dynamite. It's scary for it's who's holding it or who's throwing it. Right. Uh, the warmth of the upset alert siren burned hot and fast for a half in <laughs> San Francisco. And then Brock Purdy's star burned even brighter. Four total touchdowns. Bro, I think you are a consigliere. Is that how you say it? Concierge. Concierge. Yeah. In the Iowa Mafia alongside Brock Purdy. Absolutely. How, how deep is your belief running now? Well, look, I'm going to give Brock Purdy his flowers because he, he definitely deserves them. But first, I'm going to say something that I think George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey would appreciate. I'm going to give a little brief, brief, just brief applause to Jimmy G. Oh, For mentoring this young man so well. Bro. Hold on. I didn't start that. It was Christian McCaffrey who just unsolicited said Jimmy G was he's has nice. Great I say you I, help you my takes nice. all the time. It's lies. <laughs> oh, and just being a look, good teammate. He did a great that Jimmy G helped mentor this young man oh, and Brock Purdy is doing his thing. But yeah, I, I, I do believe in Brock Purdy now. Okay, okay. I do believe he has a chance. I mean, this guy, I said it on the Bud List. Another, shout out to the Bud List, yeah. right? <laughs> I, I, motivation, that's, that's list, what it's all about. But I said it, he's passed every test. Passed yeah. every test, and this was okay. another test. And he didn't play that well. He wasn't Trevor Lawrence bad in the first half, but he wasn't okay. great. He was a little jittery yeah. in the first half. Okay. Second half, he's phenomenal. So they do indeed have a chance. Per- he would become the first rookie quarterback yeah, ever to Here's win the, deal. the Super Bowl. Listen, that was the best quarterback game, playoff qu- quarterback game in the playoffs they've had since Colin Kaepernick was there, by any metric. Brock Purdy created as much value in his one career playoff start as Jimmy G has in his entire playoff career. That's not an exaggeration. We can show you the numbers. Brock Purdy already has as many postseason touchdowns as Jimmy G. He more than doubled the guy's yards per game average. He almost doubled the passer rating, and he had zero interceptions compared to Jimmy G, who averages one per game. So here's the, and by the way, every time Brock Purdy does this, Wilds, mm-hmm. you know, to misquote the great Marlo Stanfield, the cost of the brick is going down. The Jimmy G price gets cheaper and cheaper oh, and cheaper. Why does this have to reflect poorly on Jimmy G? Because it makes it crystal clear that there was no secret winning sauce Jimmy G had in San Francisco. That literally you could put really? in the last pick of the draft and the team like, would get Hold better. on, they put in Nick so, Mullins. How that bro, again, they I'm put not, in CJ Bathard, Brian Hoare. I'm just saying. Jimmy G will get more money than Nick Mullins, CJ Bathard, and Brian This should have been Hoare. drafted okay, much higher. So that's, 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 this listen, kid might be special. special. So here's the deal. You've got it to me. Folks got to make a choice. This kid's Kurt Warner, because that's what he's playing like, or Jimmy G was holding the team back. No. Wait, no. They were nine and twenty-nine I, without I, bro, him. I, bro, how do you? I mean, how because, is that holding the team because back? Because for the first year of that, they didn't have Nick Bosa. One of the years, Jimmy G was out. Kittle was also out, and Bosa was out, and they had objectively oh, so terrible was, quarterbacks. Well, what about the, one in ten when he got there and he yeah, was five? Correct. Games? I understand. And they, John Lynch yeah. and Shanahan, believed in him so much yep. they made him the highest and football they, play, and, paid football correct. player ever. Absolutely right. And then they got to know the, him, the and they traded three first round picks for his replacement, and then tried to trade him. And now we all agree. If he comes back healthy, they're going to roll with the seventh-round rookie. We all agree with that, right? You so, keep referring so, him to him as a seventh-round rookie. He's beyond that. Now. Okay, but he's not. He's literally Nobody not. Nobody would seventh-round rookie. Okay, so, so we'll refer to Tom Brady as a sixth-round. No, 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 rookie. because he's still a rookie. I mean, Tom Brady's been in the league twenty-two Wait, years. Seventh this round. This is rookie year, and he was drafted in the seventh round. So again, maybe Brock Purdy is a superstar, or maybe, as some folks have said. This is a paint-by-numbers offense that was obtaining, that was attaining its bare minimum with Jimmy G Trey in there. Trey Lance didn't look this good either. No, that's a low-key Brock Purdy diss. The, Trey Lance again, didn't look this good. Trey Lance played one game and it was in a monsoon. No, last year. Last year, last year he played one and a half games. But again, that's is. okay. So maybe Jimmy G's better than Trey Lance. I don't know. I know he's not better than Brock Purdy. Not I right know now. he's not better than Brock Purdy. And again, maybe Brock Purdy will turn out to be one of the greatest seventh-round picks ever. Or maybe 
It's been the Shanahan system all along, and Jimmy G was hurting them. You know what? I might become a Brock Purdy guy. Officially. I might, I might take I might take it Spend from you. Spend any time in Iowa? I'm going to go there this weekend. Quad Cities, baby. Yeah. Really? I'm going to yeah. watch the game. Des Moines, with, uh, Quad Cities? <laughs> no, Des Moines is not the Quad Cities. <laughs> no, I know. Des Moines <laughs> oh, and the Quad Cities. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. <laughs> Giants, Vikings. We start at the end, fourth and eight. <coughs> Game on the line. Cousins comes up short. Here's Kirk and his coach. Take a listen. I just felt like I was about to get sacked, and I felt like I got to put the ball in play. And if I take, you know, I can't go down with a sack. So I just thought I'd kick it out to uh, TJ. And I had thrown short of the sticks on a few occasions in the game and even going back a few weeks and just felt like, you know, just throwing short of the sticks isn't the end of the world. It's just, um, you know, it's obviously tight coverage. So didn't have the chance to, uh, to pull away. In the end, uh, I look at that as it's as much, if anything, it's on me in that play call. Um, even though we had eligibles with a, with a chance down the field, maybe um, there's always a play that could be better for your guys out there, and, and that one will stick with me. Yeah, okay. it was not your fault. Uh, Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth joins us. Mm-hmm. It's good to be here. Well, good well to have always you, good to see you guys. Always. Thank you. You know what? I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nick, were you surprised that Kirk Cousins – in the Vikings season ended the way it did. Oh, listen, I, I guess I'm surprised they lost because I picked them to win. But we all, I mean, when it was fourth and eight, there's nothing more Kirk Cousins than that moment. And yet, listen, was this game on Kirk in, specifically? The defense was abysmal. The yeah. Vikings have been fraudulent all year. Wilds, this is why some of us don't respect the standings oh, the way others it. do. However, there are certain moments, Stink, yes. that end a guy's tenure with a team, whether the team knows it or not. Last year, we had two of them in the playoffs. Derek Carr is a first and goal inside the 10, down seven, first round of the playoffs against the Bengals. Spikes the ball on first down oddly, then throws three passes, none of them into the end zone, and they lose. It was over for him with the Raiders. It was over. They didn't know it yet, but they then eventually did. Tannehill then the very next week against those same Bengals who had some very good playoff luck, more on that shortly in the show, uh, throws three picks. One to start the game, one in the red zone, and one in the game. And it's over for him in Tennessee. They still haven't acknowledged it, but it's over. It's over for Kirk in Minnesota. You can't, he'll be on the team next year, oh, okay. but it's over. Mm-hmm. You can't overcome this. You, 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 you can't throw five yards short of the sticks to your sixth fastest skill guy with the game on the line inside of two minutes in a playoff game, and then recover from it. He's not going to – I don't care how many games they win next year. You know what's not happening? The, them on the team playing, putting chains around his neck, <laughs> rocking with him. Because the team now knows I'll you can't you win. You, you, you have a ceiling. You have reached yeah. it. And you can't win. So, yeah, it's the end. Whether it's actually the end of his career We or all not, knew that. But it, you say now the teammates will know. Of we course. We knew there's a ceiling. I there. think they suspected it. I, go ahead. What do you say? It's not the end of the world. Well, it's the end of your playoff run. Yeah. I mean, that 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 is the end of that. Uh, you know, the interesting thing that what, that wasn't heard in that sound. He said this earlier. We got a single high, like a post safety, meaning one safety in the middle of the field, which means not to be too football-y, but you can play two defenses out of that. You can play cover three or cover one, which means you are free access to the outside. Yeah. You're one on one on the outside. Now, I don't know about you guys. But if it comes down to a one-on-one matchup, just throw it. I'm going to choose Justin Jefferson just 100% of the time. And I think the thing that you always think about when you talk to guys and you talk to quarterbacks throughout the league, I'll let first and second down, I'll let my scheme dictate where I want to go with the football. Third down, critical situations. Fourth down, critical situation. Find my best matchup guy and give him a chance with the football. Like that to me, and if you're going to throw a short of the sticks, my last point is run a shallow cross. Right. Run something where you're running away from man coverage, mm-hmm. but not an option route where the guy can stab you and then sit there and make a tackle. Well, first of all, am I surprised? No, because on Friday I had the granddaddy of all headlines. <laughs> Fee, fi, fo, uh, done. We didn't know. 
We, barely, that, we didn't I, know if that was pro-Vikings no, or pro-Giants. No, it was pro-Giants. Everybody knew Wilds, including <laughs> you, all right? But, but <laughs> that, that, you, you like it, Stink. I yeah, think. I do. So I'm I not do. surprised. I'm going to say this about Cousins. Yeah. Obviously, you can't defend that pass. But he was about to get hammered by Dexter Lawrence. So he had to get the ball out. He should have probably – there was a guy open in the middle of the field – and then D- Dalvin Cook was kind of in the flats to his left. So he could have made a better decision, but he was about to get drilled. And, and the thing is, they, they weren't like – it should have never gotten this far with them. I mean, they're supposed to be as good as this. So I, I'm not going to kill him just for that play. Because they were going to Justin lose. Jefferson, why it, he was a, easy to I don't say. Care if I don't care if the entire – Giants defense and part of the Giants man. I don't care if is Brian Dayball himself the game? is out there. Yes. Is this, no, it's not. Throw it to Justin Jefferson. Their, well, hold on. Their defense, he, he, their defense held – their defense is why they lost the game. Right. That's why I picked That's the Giants they, the first And they did, to be fair, they did double Justin Jefferson. Right. You could see the safety yeah. falling out. To, he wasn't – But, but guess over. what? Give him a chance. Yes. He made Give the best catch we've maybe ever seen on fourth and 18 right. in triple right. cover. Yeah. Right. It was one hand. This, he had one catch for four yards in the second half, which means everyone else should have been eating. They're well, doubling Hawkins, him on every play. You have Dylan, you have Osborne. But the, the thing is, look, their offense scored 24 points yeah. against a good defense. The, the their problem, defense gave up right. 31 against an offense right. that averages 21. That's yeah. why they lost, the problem not just Kirk. Is it was finger food that Hawkinson ate on fourth down and eight. Correct. You got to you got to get an eight Four yard meal. meal. Yeah, you got to go with an eight yard meal, not yeah, a three you know what? yard that's meal. That's why that's Super Bowl champion right. stuff right there. <laughs> there I, I finger food. Yeah. <laughs> hey, coming up, oh, the saga of Lamar in Baltimore. Not great. First things first. Next. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Bengals over the Ravens 24-17. Burrow played pretty good. Now, last week, Bengals said that they were the big dogs of the AFC, and Broussard, specifically Nick, said that the team went into your home in Kansas City and, quote, ate all of the food out of your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Did the Bengals slept look like – And too. also slept in – They were used the toothbrush. They used the toothbrush. Yeah. The whole team, one toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. Did the Bengals look like the big dogs against Baltimore? No. That game went – Almost exactly how I said it would. Call, yeah. uh, and then obviously the Huntley. Again, not everyone can be the prince. Oh and the God. Huntley saw the prince, you know, have a two-point conversion leap. But Huntley was a little further out and doesn't quite have the long arms or the thick neck to withstand oh the contact. And all of a sudden the game's flipped. Uh, but the guy who was yapping the most, Joe Mixon, didn't even have a good game. And the Bengals are on. One of the longest and most sustaining playoff turnover luck heaters I've ever seen. That is now 11 turnovers the opponents have committed in their five playoff games. Mm. They, and again, I, I know this is a massive yeah, but aside from beating Patrick Mahomes and coming back and doing what they did there, which they deserve massive credit for, it was Derek Carr, it was Ryan Tannehill, and it was Tyler Huntley. And it was a blown playoff lead to a one-man team in the Cooper Cup on that last drive to blow the Super Bowl. So here's, here's where I'm at, Stink. I hope they beat the Bills. Because I want their comeuppance to come in Arrowhead at the end of the year. Because someone's getting them. And that's before right. you even mentioned they might have lost their left tackle, Jonah Williams. He dislocated his kneecap. We'll see if he can come back. But I... That was not a good game by them. They were thoroughly outplayed, Stink, and they were very fortunate to win that game. You give them credit because right. they won, but very fortunate. Okay, I, I wrote down luck heater. Okay, you said they were on one of the great luck Turnover heaters. luck heaters. Yeah. yeah. Ever? Yeah. I'm just going to give you a uh, Herb Schlereth quote. That's my father, Herb. Okay. Oh. He's a, a freak of nature. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> luck has the smell of perspiration. Oh. 
Oh, okay. I like that. All right, Luck has the smell of perspiration. Were they sweating on the football, and that's they, why they, Hunt let me, lost it? Let me just tell yeah, you, you, you create your luck through the way you play. And I will say this about you them. Create offensively, the, the block in the back. Offensively, the, the oh, come on. We're, we, you know they don't call penalties in the playoffs. Well, certainly Have when they're 60 yards the behind. They're not even they're 60 yards behind because they can't keep up with the play. <laughs> they do. They're 58. They're trying to catch up to Hubbard up the field. The guy, he's like this. He's like, <laughs> they need wait, binoculars to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that yeah. wasn't ideal, but uh, go ahead. Okay, luck has a smell of perspiration. I, I will say this about them. They are that team that, because of their quarterback, because of the talent they have He's on the offensive player. side of, of, of the ball, um, they can create those explosives that you just don't have an answer for. But I will tell you this. Their defense is vastly underrated. Agreed. Like, they went out and they got Hendrickson from New Orleans. They got D.J. Reeder from Houston. They went out and got B.J. Hill from the New York Giants. They went out and got Eli Apple from San Francisco. They went out and got uh, Vaughn Bell from New Orleans. They went out and got – they went out and purchased a bunch of people, and then they drafted, well, a guy like Logan Wilson. They're far better than anybody gives them credit. They just get overshadowed. And their D great. Yeah, because of how much offensive talent they have. They're, they're a problem. Yeah. They are a problem. Okay. And they're a problem for anybody. And listen, I think the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, but they're a problem. They're undefeated against the Chiefs. They, look, they didn't look good last year in the playoffs either. That's what I mean, I'm saying. The, like the, the nine Las sacks, Vegas. They give nine sacks to, to yeah. the Tennessee right. the Raiders. And, 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 and that's a concern. I mean, look, Burrow overcame it last year, but that's a concern. They got three offensive line starters out. Yeah. It, we'll see if Williams comes back. But he got sacked four times yesterday. They didn't look great. Obviously, Buffalo didn't look great. And the Chiefs had some games toward the end of the Chiefs season. Chiefs didn't look good at all. Right, where they had well, feet up. No, but couch, Houston, Denver chips. twice. So, n- none of these juggernauts are, like, blowing you away lately. So, we'll see which one is left standing. Okay. Let's talk about the Ravens. Lamar didn't travel. Huntley didn't travel far enough. J.K. Dobbins saying, if we had Lamar... We would have won. Then he said, ah, I was kind of misrepresented. Lamar reposting this message on IG. When you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. So when you take care of something good, that good thing takes yeah. care of you yeah. too. Now, my guess is he's talking about the relationship <laughs> between the Ravens and him. Good guess. But it's just a guess. Yeah. Uh, Schlereth? Yeah. I'll start here. Okay. Do you think it was weird that Lamar didn't travel with the team? No. You don't? Not at all. I mean, that's, that's how you deal with an injury. When you have swelling and you have an issue, the one thing you don't do, and, and listen, man, I, there's nobody been more injured than I have over the course of my career. They don't want to travel you because swelling happens when you get into the, when, when you go the pressurize the cabin. So it creates more swelling. So, okay, so that's a non-story you're saying, the traveling. So, Total non-store because what they're trying to do is say, hey, man, maybe, just maybe, we can go and steal a game in Cincinnati. If we don't travel him, we keep him home, we do the rehab, we continue to treat it, maybe he's able to come and play in a divisional playoff Except he was never playing again this year. Yeah. Guys, listen, Lamar's going through a breakup. Now, I don't know him, so maybe it's maybe a girlfriend. But he's breaking up with somebody right now, and he's doing it publicly on social media. I, I think most people assume it's with the Ravens. And, again, maybe it's a love life. But I, but he, he's done with them, guys. Now, that, that I agree. I think there's a divorce. It's a divorce. Yes. Do me. You think he's done? Well, here, my, my thought process with him is, is this. The Ravens have basically stated to Lamar, and Lamar's, well, Lamar is Lamar's yeah. people, right? Yeah. right? But they have stated to him that, or they have stated to us, that we do not believe that Lamar playing quarterback and the way we play quarterback is a sustainable model Correct. for long-term success. Correct. Therefore, we're going to offer you what we're going to offer you, but there are going to be outs and there are going to be provisions to protect us as a football team. So what you've said is we don't believe in the long-term sustainability of the way we play offense. Yeah. And you, you made a decision. The other thing is, is they've handled this so poorly because the Ravens are the ones that came out and said, hey, man, it should be, you know, the Christmas Days Day game. Or Christmas, or, yeah, we should be, hey, we yeah. should be good we to go. Yep. Like, yep. you've you got to do a better job of managing that message. Mm. You put that message out there, like, this divorce is pending. It's just not finalized. Correct. But they, like, they've dotted the I's and crossed the T's. Well, they also seem to be, and the owner has said that Steve Bashotti, 
they're philosophically against giving you a fully guaranteed deal. And that's what, I mean, Lamar seems to want that, and I get it, and they seem to be like, no way. Whether they believe in him, I don't know. But nobody else did. Like, think about it. Watson got it. Oh, right, right. And then Kyler Murray Murray didn't get it. I mean, he had a a study clause in his. Wilson didn't get (laughs) it. Like, nobody else got the fully guaranteed money. But someone will give it to him is the problem, bro. They, they, I don't know if it's Atlanta, Indy, Seattle, the Jets, Carolina. I know Vegas. I know somebody will give it to him. Right. And, 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 Brew, you've been saying all along they'll just franchise tag him. Are you convinced that he'll show up on that? Because I am not. I am Look, not convinced. This last show. Instagram post, yeah. I mean, that's telling. Because he ain't talking about a girlfriend. Oh, I mean, that I, I, think, mean, I don't know him open. either. But, I mean, it is really seems to be clear that he is like either pay me what I want mm-hmm. or but but knowing Lamar, though, he had remember he's only had this year was his biggest payday. What do you make like 23 million yeah. something? Like, and he hasn't had a huge payday, relatively speaking, yet. So if they offer it, put him on the franchise tag, you what? the exclusive. Yeah, I think he'd have to take I it. I think $50 million dollars when you haven't made a ton NFL. Do you think he plays in terms of NFL money? I, Sean Payton said no, so it's like it'd be weird if I'm like, yes, I do. The fact that Sean Payton went on Fox and be like, I think it's over, I was like, whoa. I mean, you can always repair a relationship, but right now it looks, I mean, it's shaky at best. I think get repaired. $250 million. $250 guaranteed. They don't want to do it. I'm going to take my Instagram They won't do it, though. That organization has always been against it. Okay, keep losing playoff games or don't make it. Uh, It's a time to sound the trumpet. Oh, oh, what could we be talking about? Again? This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back to a wonderful Monday show. We are talking about the prince who was promised and the comeback. The prince started with a menagerie of interceptions. Then he flipped the script and scored four touchdowns, completing one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history. He ends the day 28 47, 288 yards, four touchdowns. Okay. Right, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you guys. All right. Uh, so, you guys ready yet for the show to begin? No, to bend the knee to the prince. Oh gosh. Uh, because there was never a doubt, my friends. And you can say there was, but deep down, you knew he could do no. it. No, we didn't. And deep did down, he knew he could do it, and his coach knew he could do it, and the Chargers knew he could do it. That with five possessions left, down five scores, without the Chargers ever turning the ball over, he, as only he could, could turn the worst game of his life into one of the best and go from four picks, a muffed, fumble, a muffed punt fumble, down 27 nothing to passing touchdown, passing touchdown, passing touchdown, passing touchdown, game-winning field goal drive. Mm. Without the Chargers ever turning the ball over without uh, no short fields mm. no like oh okay here's a gimme touchdown no defensive scores none of that because Trevor Lawrence is by any fair metric a top five quarterback in this league we go. it's undeniable and as I said to you last week name the five because a few time, a few folks when I said it pardon me I apologize uh had Justin Herbert in that top five and not Trevor you still do Anybody? Anybody still saying, oh, yeah, I'd rather have Herbert? Are you? Maybe. I'm not convinced I'd rather have Lawrence. Okay, well, the guy who was sitting in your seat on Friday said the winner of this game is the one who gets that That title. And I do believe he won the game. So, Stink, to me, this is is not so much about what Trevor Lawrence has already accomplished, but what he is en route to accomplishing. Which is what? 
a loss on Saturday? Well, I mean, maybe. Listen, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, he is still undefeated on Saturdays, as someone tried to warn you guys about. I got a little nervous when the game was going long. I was like, what if the clock turns to Sunday? What happens there? But luckily, he took care of it early. When it looked like overtime was on the board, I thought that could could happen. But listen, I, I don't know what he passes every eye test. He's got as good a film as anyone could have coming into the league. He had a rough year with Urban Meyer that didn't count, and now he's a top-five quarterback, as is his birthright. Okay, so (laughs) you talk about the prince, and um, I would like to make a – is it a decree that you make? A royal decree. A royal decree. Uh, I would like like to take the focus off the prince – and, and point it to the real prince of the situation, uh, Brandon Staley. Oh, Can we no. get some wow. trumpets for Brandon Staley, please? We don't play the trumpets. All right. Oh, no. Talk because my language. Listen, uh-huh. listen, they were up 27 to nothing. 27 to nothing. And the Chargers running backs got the total, the total between the two running backs of seven carries. Yeah. Up 27 to nothing. It's almost like they were nervous about who was coming on Travis the Travis Etienne got 14 carries. Mm. Went down who did 27 to, to nothing. Mm. The bottom line is that, that's a malfeasance when it, of coaching. That, that, is, that is, to me, unexplicable. That you could get into a situation where you've got that kind of lead and you don't shrink the game. You're going to rely on your quarter. I mean, that is that's that's the Super Bowl where the the Atlanta Falcons sure. lost it yeah, after yeah. twenty eight to three. So Th- that's that kind of the, the counter to that is like, oh, we wanted to keep our foot on the gas. We don't want to start thinking about the end of the game. You know, coming out of halftime. You don't buy that whatsoever. Not what not in any way, shape, or form. Every incompletion is a stop clock. Think about it. If you hand the ball off three times, 40 seconds, about five seconds, you're talking about, and then a punt, you're talking about, what, two minutes? Two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes, you're taking off the clock. Every time you do that, you're bound to get at least one first down in there. I mean, the management of that game, if, if, if you're Brandon Staley, you gotta, you got to call up to Joe Lombardi, your offensive coordinator, and say, we're going to run the football, we're going to shorten this game, and we're going to win but this here's thing. here's the problem. How short are they going to make it, though? Because the Jags only got the ball four times in the second half. They only got it. It's not like they didn't turn it they over. They had the long drive at the end of the first half. You couldn't shorten it there. You got the ball inside the six, and you don't score. Like I, this is again where we can't play. We we, and I'm not saying stink is, but in the media. This is going to sound odd given how I look right now. We can't play favorites. <laughs> 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 you got to call yeah, it no, in to see it. And right. I have called Herbert one of the best young quarterbacks in football. Okay? And I still believe that. I can believe that and also say some of this blood is on his hands as well. Some. I think that Justin Herbert, as great as as bad as Trevor was early and as great as he was late, the exact opposite was true for Herbert. And the missed touchdown pass to Keenan Allen – is going to stick with him. I think at 31 nothing. even then, I think Trevor's powers might have been limited because I think the team would have felt so deflated. But holding them to a field goal there after they start the ball inside the six-yard line, I think gave them a boost. Trevor leading the touchdown drive. Now all of a sudden, wait a minute, we're just 27-7? to Like at halftime, we have a chance. If we get a stop, we can go out there and do it. And they did. Maybe they shouldn't have stink, put the ball in, Lauren, in Herbert's hands. But they did. And he didn't make enough plays in the second half. When you talked about it in the first segment, they they didn't eat up the clock, though. And look, I get it. The run game wasn't getting them anywhere. They're averaging about two yards a carry. They should have run more, but they weren't gaining much on the ground. But still, they were running plays with 15 seconds, 12 seconds left on the play clock. Yeah, so that's a problem, and that's on Staley as far as I'm concerned. But, Herbert, look, I don't think there would have been a difference between 31-0, I get it, and 27-0 because Jacksonville, to their credit and to Trevor's credit. Oh, here we go. Because he was horrible yeah. early. And you got to admit that you, you can't get rid of that part. All right, why they were down 27-0 was because of him. That makes it better. Period. It and then, it better. I don't know that it makes it better. I, I would have been more impressed. I was impressed wow, by what's his your heart favorite Brady and perseverance. But had he come come out there? What's your favorite Brady Super Bowl against the against the Rams? Nice and easy. No, that's not it. Low, low that scoring, is not low it. Low scoring. The, the most impressive the Brady Super Bowl 
was the Falcons, who that's not because were up, he did have some that weren't that impressive. But, but also, but but it's because he overcame it. There is the picture of him sitting flat on his ass, watching the guy return the pick six, and it's twenty-eight to three, and he has some of that on him. Some, not and all. The, but it can be. It here's the thing, Nick. I, I hear you, but it can be a good game, and you're you're playing well. Like, if he had thrown four touchdowns and they never got down 27-0 and it was nip and tuck all the way, I'd have been more impressed with that oh, than I, this. See, to me, you – And I, he was great. I, Don't I get totally me wrong, disagree. but the first half, you can't just that, erase that. To me, this now – this was – people were tweeting, rightly or wrongly, could this ruin his career? When there was the four picks on back-to-back-to-back-to-back drives, it felt like. Like, was this going to be a moment that haunts him? Now, because of this, he is so much scarier than if they had blown out the Chargers. Because now, no matter how poorly he's playing early, there is that element of, well... You know he can rally. Uh, you know that Elway was like that, I, too. I, I t- right. It was one of the most impressive that. performances by a young man because that can break, that can break any player. Yep. And so that part was impressive. And I'm not saying you just completely abandon just throwing the ball because you do have an outstanding quarterback, but you have to manage the clock much better if you're Brandon Staley. You have to shrink that game as much as possible because every incompletion, you know, I mean, every incompletion stops the clock. And, and, and you du- can't have that. And Doug Peterson deserves credit. Sure. And Trevor, I mean, you know what he was thinking when he was sitting on the sideline after the third pick or the fourth pick. He's like, I was in a state championship that liked this. Right. I turned it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, oh, it's actually a regional semifinal. Oh, I think it's like a Nerf game. Threw a half Threw a half Turned it around. Oh, gentlemen. It's a tech mobile. Gentlemen, I, I got to say, I don't know when we're going to see you guys again because they are playing the Chiefs next week. But it is on a Saturday, so I wouldn't put anything past them. But if you could, for our Royal Prince, will you please play him off, fellas? Thank you so much. Turn our attention to the New York Giants. Brew, you called this one. FIFO done, I there believe. There you go. Thank you. Daniel Jones, the first player in playoff history to throw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, and have over 70 yards rushing. Here's Saquon on his QB. Take a listen. How impressed were you with Daniel today? Um, I would say I'm, I'm impressed. My shot, is, he's been doing it all year, man. He, he's, he's really been balling. He's a heck of a player. He's a special player. Oh, uh, man, you know, this way you can create a legacy in the playoffs. Uh, what a way to start it off. Do you feel like you have an elite quarterback? I know we have an elite quarterback. And I think he's shown that most of the time. But we also got amazing players around him, too. So we got his back no matter what. Good. Boy. Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth joins us. Brew, are you buying that Daniel Jones is elite? No. Okay. Not at all. Look, and, and he was great. He was elite yesterday. Mm. All right. But it was the Vikings. He had three games this season where he threw for 300 or more yards. Two of them against the Vikings and one of them against Detroit, who Mm -hmm. both have horrible defenses, all right? He had a good year, but he had 15 touchdowns in 16 games. That's correct. 15 passes. So it's too small of a sample size for me. All right, his rookie year was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Next two years he was bad. And this year he was just solid. So, look, we – you have to be careful. I need to see a longer sample size before totally I crown bad. a quarterback. Carson Wentz, we would have thought he would have been elite. RG3, Kyler Murray, you know, we uh, Matt Flynn if we go way back. I mean, Matt Flynn, that's a you, small sample size. Right, no, but, I, but they paid him. Hey, Seattle hey. paid him like he was going to be their Matt starter. Flynn. So I'm just saying you let's relax and let a guy do it for a year or two before we start thinking he's elite. Yeah, he, he has the potential of being an elite playmaker. Is he an elite quarterback? But those two are different things. And I think ultimately what you have to look at is what Brian Dable and this offensive staff did for him. Correct. And I think the, bi- the biggest thing about great coaching, so there's a lot of coaches in this league that see a juicy matchup and they're like, oh, man, we are going to take advantage. Everybody can see it and everybody can coach it up, right? 
But the bottom line is, if it exposes somebody on your offense or exposes somebody on your football team to not being able to get something done, you've got to take that juicy matchup off the table. Right? So you have to mitigate disaster before you go after the juicy matchup. And the bottom line for me is Brian Dable and his staff looked at what that quarterback, Daniel Jones, could do, and they say, hey, man, he can do these five things. He can't do this. So we're taking that off the table yep, because sir. that will cost us football games. Right. And we're putting the things he he can do well. The scrambles, the boot keeps out the back door, the quarterback designed runs. These are things that he hasn't been doing. They've been asking him to be an elite level drop back passer, and he's not. Correct. But he is an elite. He has the he's, ability he's to make elite, elite he, he, athletic he's plays. He's mobile, right. and he's big, and he's strong. Uh, and honestly, if we're being candid here, because he's a white quarterback, people don't process that part Not of his game as much as they otherwise would. And Wilds, you said to me on Friday, Daniel Jones is good. Yeah. And I said, no, he's not. Am I allowed to still be a skeptic? So it, it, I'm he, shocked that you won't say he, he's good. I, here's the he's thing. He's not elite. 15 good? touchdowns in the year, as you mentioned, does is, is not wow me. Doing it in the playoffs is very meaningful. However, I saw Marcus Mariota have an 18-point road playoff comeback. I saw Case Keenum in a, have the Minneapolis Miracle. I saw Nick Foles do it for multiple weeks right. in the playoffs. I saw our good friend, who, by the way, I think has been exceptional on the broadcast, Mark Sanchez, mm-hmm. have throw for three touchdowns at New England in a playoff victory in round two to get to his second conference championship game. I think that it is impossible right now to untie the fact that Brian Dayball gets to Josh Allen and he cleans up the turnovers, plays his best football ever, Dayball leaves, yeah. and all of a sudden Josh Allen is back to throwing the ball backwards over his head. Okay. And Daniel wow. Jones, who's as turnover prone as any quarterback I'd ever seen prior to this year, gets Dayball yeah. and cleans that up. So I think Dable is the hero of this story, but I think there are obvious limitations to the quarterback, and I would be very squeamish. If I were a team without Dable and he's a free agent, I wouldn't pay him. And if I were the Giants, I would say, okay, but we saw what Dable can do with the talented guy and Josh Allen, make him an MVP candidate immediately. Daniel Jones threw for less than a touchdown a game. And so uh, that to me is, I, again, I, I'm still a you, skeptic. What did you You called him the fumblingest? The fumblingest fumbler ever fumbled. Okay, and he fixed it. <laughs> he did. And fix now it. you got a new thing to get mad on because he well, didn't throw changed. enough touchdowns. Okay. Well, yeah, he only ahead. threw 15. He's, yeah. he's down to five interceptions. No, but, the ball but, security is cra- five interceptions, right. three fumbles. He only threw 15 touchdowns, but think about what he's got to work with. There is Thank you. Le- legitimately, okay, yes, legitimately, yeah. that is the least talented team in the playoffs. Receiving core for sure. Receive, yeah, Bar, not so just team, bar none. That you match up. Go to go Minnesota. Go match up for match up, position by position. There is not a position. Yeah. That, that Minnesota doesn't get the check mark other than running back. And that's a close one between but, right. Saquon and Dalvin Cook. But can I, Wilds, you said I'm moving the goalposts. I don't think I'm doing that. I, when he was that, I said he is not an NFL starter. And people are sending me clips from a year ago when I said that. I was right about the, who he was at the time was not a starting level player. Now, with this in this system, with this coaching... He was less than a touchdown and 200 yards per game. Now, he didn't kill you. And, but I, if I'm giving a quarterback a long-term extension, I don't want the reason to be, well, he doesn't kill us anymore. I want him, and, so, and again, the Vikings, aren't the Vikings the team Mac Jones threw for 380 against? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you know, that's Mac Jones, a special quarterback. Too. Okay. <laughs> you got this one right, though. You picked him before the year to make Thank the playoffs. You. you picked him this week. You deserve credit. Put a check mark on the Wilds correct column. It's the one with no check marks. Play a graffitied wall. Medals time. Grizzlies Pacers. You know, a lot of people thought John Morant wasn't that great of a dunker, and I said, no, he's actually quite excellent. And this is one of the best of his entire career. Correct me if I'm wrong, bro. The jaw dunk that we said might be the best dunk ever in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Who was it on the set? I can't remember. You that guys, said we're way you're, over. You're over your skis. It was you. I, uh, I gave you ten dunks that were better, and you no. were like, "Wow, and one wow!" Of them, Seems one like of you them dedicated your Michael life Jordan to sports highlights. Slowly turning baseline, and it was like, "Oh my goodness!" Bronze medal. <laughs>
Dame time. 40 and 6 and a win over the Lucas Mavs yesterday. Silver medal. I think it's first medal of the year. Hey. Julius Randle. Hey Ooh. there. 42 and 15. Top 55, huh? Uh, no. Possibly. Jalen really? Brunson, top 55. <laughs> Julius Randle, no, sir. And then the gold. You know, it used to be you want your, your career high, play the Nets, but they played a little better defense. Yeah. Now, you want your career high. When's Golden State coming down? Well, who's on the schedule? By the way, Chris Stapps playing Golden State right now has 25 at the half. Vucevic, 43 and 13 in a win over the 14-point win over the below 500 Warriors yesterday. There's the metal sand from last you night. You think I'm worried? Not well, a bit. You've got to be a little bit worried. No, he'll never be worried. They're, they're going to be under 500. It'll be fine, though. It, you, it, you he's said used I be to his championship pick losing in the first round. And then all he just I switches. know is I got it right last year. Golden. No, you didn't. He did. Go ahead. He got and it right. Boston all Check the way. Check the tape. Up. Tonight, Cowboys in Tampa. News this afternoon, Ryan Jensen activated off oh, of IR you don't say. and may play a little bit of a musical <laughs> chairs on the offensive oh. line. People are going to be He's missed the whole year, right? Positions. And now he's back for their most important I'm sure game. he's going to be 100% Sounds effective. Good. Other news is the catchphrase, sweeping the nation. Well, one team is boring and the other one is scoring. Scoring being the Cowboys, boring mm-hmm. being the offense yeah. of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. The line reflects my belief in the Cowboys, who are favored, even though they're on the road. Mm-hmm. Brew, who do you have tonight? I got good news for the Cowboys fans. I don't think your team will bring its F game. However, I don't think they'll bring their A game. I, I feel very confident they won't bring their A game. I think it's in the C minus, leaning toward a D plus range. Wow. All right, that will be enough. For Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to emerge victorious. So I got Tampa Bay. I, I, I told you guys this game. for two months. They're going to win this game. And by the way, how many points are they I don't know. Score? Hold on. Can I just finish real quick? No. The, the, <laughs> uh, I think they're going to score 27 points. Wow. I think they're going to score 27 points. I don't think they're going to be able to guard Mike Evans. I think Brady's going to stand in the pocket and get some hits. I think the Bucs will have three drives. They get extended by curious flags and not all necessarily roughing the passer. But I did think they threw that flag in the Vikings-Giants game, the bad roughing the passer, and we hadn't had one all weekend, Mm -hmm. like to prime us and get us ready for what we're about to see Monday night. Like, guys, don't say we just give it to Brady. We gave Kirk Cousins one of them nonsense ones, too. Uh, But I, what happened this weekend, Wilds, was because the Giants won, it is now possible that the Bucs host the NFC Championship game. Because they have a higher seed than the Giants. That's on the board. That it's Brady Jones for a chance for his 11th Super Bowl if the Giants can beat a divisional rival that's coming off its worst stretch of the season. Now the Bucs have to get past the Niners as well, which I think would be a Herculean task. But they're going to win tonight. Okay. As I've been saying for a week now, from the cogent analysis, and this isn't even in my Puxatani Phil of football character. Mm -hmm. This is me just looking at one team with Dak Prescott that averages 32.5 points, and the other team with Tom Brady, who averages less points than the Chicago Bears. Okay. Who, if you've checked the uh, draft status, have the number one pick because they're terrible. So can I ask you a question? Yes. Who do you think plays better tonight, Dak or Tom? Who do you think plays better? I think Dak Prescott plays better. Okay. Wow. I think Tom Brady has to throw the ball 50-something times. Yeah. And Trayvon Diggs can sit back there and say, you know what? I might grab one. They don't have to throw him at Trayvon. Now, you know Tampa rushed for 150 yards against Dallas early in the year. When was that? Before my kids were in school? When Dak was there. When I had a suntan (laughs) and was drinking pina coladas? That was a Cowboys team feeling good about itself. Okay, listen, I I am more confident that Tom Brady plays a clean game than Dak plays a clean, clean game. Absolutely. I think Ryan Jensen coming back is massive. And I think if one of the positions that you can play and not worry so much about rust is offensive line as opposed to getting timing right with a quarterback or any making sure you know the scheme, any of that. The, and Tom Brady will stand in the pocket yeah. and take hits, which he hasn't done all year because he's half a hundred. And so he will. that will instantly make the offense better. And you said Trayvon Diggs. Maybe they won't throw at him. I think they will throw at him. I think Trayvon Diggs is going to try to get himself an interception. And Tom Brady's going to double move him. Mike Evans is going to score. And it's just our nightmare for the 20th straight year. Cowboys win. I might enter in on a horse tomorrow. 